Hi, it's Matt. Just before we start the show, I want to tell you about a great live event I've got coming up on the 27th of March. To celebrate 600 episodes of Recruiting Future, I'm going to be hosting a live Ask Me Anything webinar. This is your chance to pick my brain on anything you like, including market trends and predictions, the impact of AI on recruiting, skills-based hiring, the changing role of recruiters, podcasting tips, or even my favourite Scottish tourist destinations and whiskies. Literally, ask me anything. I'll also be joined by some surprise special guests who'll be adding their perspectives to the conversation. You can sign up now by going to mattalder.me slash AMA. That's mattalder.me slash AMA. And I really look forward to seeing you there. That web address one last time. mattalder.me slash AMA. Support for this podcast comes from Lever, providing a modern take on the applicant tracking system. Lever combines ATS and CRM functionality into a single powerful platform to help you source, nurture and manage your candidates all in one place. What's more, Lever's deceptively simple interface means that hiring managers and applicants love it too. To find out how Lever can help you both accelerate and humanise hiring, visit www.lever.com. Dot co slash recruit. That's www.lever.co slash recruit. And Lever is spelt L-E-V-E-R. Lever, where ATS meets CRM. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi everyone, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 59 of the Recruiting Future podcast. In the quest to find the next disruptive thing in recruitment, we often overlook the fact that candidates are still having to make do with frustratingly basic tools to promote themselves to recruiters. Although on the surface it might seem surprising, it's actually inevitable that one of the most interesting innovations I've seen in recruitment for some time has actually come from a frustrated job seeker. My guest this week is Esther Crawford, who went from frustrated job seeker to funded entrepreneur via her invention of the resume bot. I want you to imagine a world where artificially intelligent chatbots match candidates and recruiters in a completely authentic and bespoke way. Now, keep listening to hear Esther's story and find out how she might have taken us on the first step of this journey to a new way of recruiting. Hi Esther and welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Um, Could you just introduce yourself to everyone and uh, tell us what you do? Sure. Um, my name is Esther Crawford. I'm based in San Francisco. I've spent the last nine years as a product marketer. Um, the last five years, I've worked in technology startups, helping to launch um, companies, mostly in the mobile app space. 
Um, I, a couple of months ago, launched a resume bot that then took my whole career path in a different direction. And as of a week ago, I have actually started my own company called Olabot. So that's what I'm up to these days. And I just got funded. Um, so I, I'm taking a, a, a seed investment from Betaworks, which is a, a tech incubator out in New York City. And I'm really excited to be to be launching uh, a bot-related company. Um- Fantastic. And first of all, congratulations on um, on the career change and the investment. Um, that's amazing. So um, I, um, I I sort of uh, picked up your story in one of the um, in, in one of the in one of the tech blogs. But could you just sort of talk everyone through, um, you know, what happened um, and what a resume bot is and how that how the story panned out? So the startup that I was working for, we were struggling to raise another round of funding. And the CEO was really honest with us. Our team wasn't that big. We knew what was going on. Um, And we had some extra time, essentially, to work on side projects while we figured out if the company was going to be acquired or, or not. And so I was looking at different, you know, side projects that I've been thinking about working on. And I'd been paying a lot of attention to the messaging space. Um, You think about the rise of messaging apps and how for the first time now, messaging apps have actually actually eclipsed social networks in terms of daily active usage. So apps like Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, Telegram, Line, um, WeChat, these messaging apps have become the place where people spend the bulk of their time and where they exchange the bulk of their communications with friends, family, family members, colleagues, all of that. Um, And so I was noticing this and I was really early on the social web, um, really early on Twitter, YouTube, et cetera, um, was an early blogger. And I started to feel like this was not just a trend, but a real shift in how people were communicating. And, um, so here, the company that I'm part of is, you know, on a downward trajectory, and I'm thinking about, well, what am I going to do next? Um, I have a LinkedIn profile, and I thought, well, you know, I should probably go update my LinkedIn. I should start, you know, pinging friends uh, privately and letting people know that I may become available pretty soon to be finding a job again. So I go to my LinkedIn, uh, and I realize, like, gosh, this is not really the story that I want to be telling to people. This is boring. It's static. It's, um, it doesn't really give a sense for who I am as a person. These are just basically keywords that recruiters can use to search and, and, uh, and make uh, recommendations and connections between me and a, and, and an employer. But there's so much more that can go into telling my story and in making a really great culture fit with a with the right company, um, finding a job by itself is not that difficult um, for me, at least. Like there are there are a lot of really interesting jobs here in Silicon Valley, but it's about finding the right job, um, the right company. And I felt like what LinkedIn offered was not enough, so I started to play around with some ideas, like how could I better tell my story? Uh, you know, there are a lot of WordPress websites out there that you can create or about.me pages that you can create that 
you know, tell a little bit more. Maybe there's like a bigger photo. Maybe you can add some side project information, um, some portfolios, a portfolio, portfolio of some of your work. But again, they all felt, um, pretty boring and static. And, and so, um, I decided to just try something really different and build a resume bot, um, to see if that would be a more interesting and compelling way to tell my personal story. Okay. So, uh, tell us exactly what a resume bot is. So a resume bot is essentially just a way to let someone interact with you, um, through a series of automated messages. So it's kind of like a decision tree, but what you can do is add in things like, um, API data. So an API is just a way of connecting into a data source in another service. So that might be stuff about you that you've shared on Facebook or, um, stuff that you've shared on Instagram or Twitter or LinkedIn or dribble. If you're a designer, um, GitHub, if you're a developer, most of us are putting information out into various services, but there's no way to then tie those all together and package it, you know, nicely so that, any particular recruiter could actually access it and then make interesting connections. Um, and so a resume bot like seeks to solve that problem. It's a way to be able to tell your personal story, also show your creativity, um, demonstrate some things about, um, your work background, your, your history, um, show samples of your work potentially. And then ultimately, one of the things that's really interesting to me and particularly compelling is bots that sit on top of messaging platforms enable one-to-one communication once the recruiter is ready. So a recruiter may find out more information about you and then they're like, oh, hey, I just want to like have a quick chat or have a, a quick follow-up question um, to know something more about, you know, your background or why did you specifically study this? If your bot doesn't explain that well, or they're excited because your bot actually does like signal that there's something really interesting and compelling about, uh, this particular fit, that recruiter could actually just ping you directly, um, set up a time to chat and, you know, without a lot of effort, you're able to have kind of like a pre-screen screen screening call over messenger so that's essentially what a resume bot is okay so um to 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 clarify um the the recruiter is basically talking to an automated version of you and that automated version of you is pulling uh your data via apis from linkedin facebook and other places where um that that might hold the kind of um uh, information a recruiter would want to know um is, is that right Yep, that's perfect. So how, um, and, and, and maybe your story is the, um, the, the sort of perfect example of this. Um, how, 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 does the, how do you attract the attention of recruiters to um, start to engage um, with, your, um, you know, with your bot? So I placed my bot in two places um, in addition to writing about the bot. So the two places that I put it was in my summary on LinkedIn, and I used a service here in Silicon Valley called Hired. Um, Hired does a great job of connecting prospective um, um, employees with, with, um, with job opportunities. And, and so they have a summary section as well. And, and I placed my bot in both places. And what really surprised me was within 48 hours of my Hired profile going live, 
I had five interview requests and four of those interview requests cited things they could have only known from engaging with my bot. And then, you know, later as I followed up and had interviews with those companies, the recruiters had gone through and engaged my bot and they were, they found the additional information in there was really interesting and engaging. And what was really fascinating for me was they felt like they had, um, a sense of my personality and that, they knew that I would be a better culture fit um, than they would have otherwise know just by reading a static one pager about me. And uh, were they sort of asking free text questions or was the, was the bot giving them options about, um, uh, you know, what it could ask about you? How does the, how does the interface work? Yeah. So the interface at the time was pretty, pretty simple. Um, you could essentially follow a series of, questions. The bot would ask you what you're looking for. Are you wanting to dig into my education? Are you wanting to dig into my work history? Are you wanting to dig into me as a person? And then in all of those different areas, you could follow different threads and find out like, well, why did I study and get my master's in international relations? But how did I end up in a career in technology? Like those things don't seem connected. And if you looked at my LinkedIn profile, there's, there is no real way to connect that, but there's a whole story that's actually pretty compelling. And the recruiters were able to learn that story and, um, and get a sense for why I'm an interesting candidate for them. And in terms of them learning about that story, was it um, <clears throat> was it pulling data from other sources? Was it something? Was it a kind of a script that you pre-populated? Um, where, where was the where was the data coming from that sort of pulled all those things um, pulled all those things together? Yeah. So in the original version of Esterbot, it was just a script. It was me sharing, you know, some facts about how I how I, how I transitioned from what I had studied, why I had studied it, and then talking through essentially my resume. So very similar to what would I be sharing in the first 10 minutes of an interview when someone sits down and says, Hey, tell me about yourself and how you got here. I just sort of wrote that out in, in a, in a bot framework and, let people walk through that process and sort of it's a choose your own adventure. So you could hop around and you could start talking to my bot about, um, my education, but then jump over into, you know, a little bit about my childhood and then jump over to a little bit more about, um, my specific work experience. So yeah, it was a, it was a scripted experience. And since then, the bot has evolved. Um, I just launched another bot for someone named Chris Messina um, just earlier this week. His bot, the Messina bot is what I've been calling it, um, is a much more structured approach and it pulls in um, API data. So everything from like his personal preferences around food and drinks um, to his work history at Uber and Google and pro like interesting projects he's worked on. Also, um, all the articles that he's written, publications that have written about him. We're using Medium's API to, to pull in his, um, his blog. Um, yeah, it's, it's been really interesting to see people engage with it. And, uh, and he also is, he's actually not even looking for a job and he's had recruiters contact him saying, 
hey, now that I know all these interesting things about you, I have a great opportunity I want to tell you about. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, I, I, I've got some, I've got a couple more questions about, um, you know, where you see this fits in recruitment. But um, before I ask that, um, you know, I'm, I'm just really interested to, to, to hear the rest of your story. So um, you were you were kind of a prick. How did you get from being approached by recruiters um, to having your own funded startup? Yeah, it was definitely not the, uh, it was definitely not what I expected to happen. Um, I launched off Esterbot with a pretty pure intention. I knew that I wanted to be looking, making myself available, um, to finding job opportunities. And, um, the last time that I had looked for work, I found it to be a really cumbersome, slow moving process. I was frustrated and I felt like, why am I not getting in front of these great companies? Why is this process um, so obscure and opaque to me? And what I found was that basically I needed introductions to the right companies that I was interested in. And I felt like, well, can I make my own introduction by, you know, this bot? Um, Can I introduce myself and not have to know someone at the company in order to be um, considered for an interview. And so, yeah, I, I launched the bot. Um, I wrote an article, a couple of articles actually about it. And then, you know, I'm a marketer. So I went to the press and said, hey, here's an interesting, compelling story. Let's um, talk about this. And um, so I got some really great press in Lifehacker and Fast Company and, um, and venture beat and and so you know that was really also a way of showing my skills instead of just talking about them it's like here I'm in marketing let me actually market this product that I've created <laughs> um and so and so I also put it on my LinkedIn and on on my hired and I went out and started applying for jobs and was flooded with you know, interview uh, requests and actually went out and interviewed and got a couple of really amazing offers from big and small companies. And at the same time, I had heard about BotCamp, which is a program through Betaworks. Um, Betaworks is a really well-respected fund slash accelerator where they take early stage ideas and startups and give you, um, in this case, $200,000 to go and build, um, a product and launch it. And so I had heard about this new fund bot camp and I decided to apply for it because I felt like I had really not just built something interesting, but Um, I could feel the demand for other people who wanted to be able to create their own as well. And it just really excited me, the idea of being able to help other people make uh, their own recruitment process easier and smoother. And um, I saw just this opportunity for personal resume bots. And so I pitched myself to them and went through their through their process. And ultimately they selected, um, me along with nine other companies and starting, yeah, last, like my, let's see, I got the news two weeks ago and I was sitting on an offer that I was about to take. It was a great offer. I was really excited about the company. And, and then I was presented with the opportunity to get funded and had to make like a tough choice, but ultimately felt like, 
all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna launch launch out on my own and build this company in order to help other people um, successfully navigate the pro- this whole process um, of building a bot for themselves. That's amazing. That's uh, that, that's absolutely brilliant that that's 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 happened for you. Um, just just sort of final question. You know, where where do you see this going in the future? Because I mean, I can I can I'm imagining a world where uh, recruiters have their own bots that are talking to <laughs> resume yeah. bots, and the right. whole process becomes comes some kind of um, you know strange artificial intelligence driven um, the thing. I mean, what's your, what's your vision? Where where do you think where do you think this might go? I think you're absolutely right. I think that um, what we'll probably start with is individuals having their own bots. Um, then we'll see brands and companies and then teams inside of companies having their own bots. Because, I mean, if you think about it, a company that's big, like, say, Google, you know, to join a company like that, you don't really know what you're getting into until you get down to the team level. And that's what really matters. Like, are you a good fit for that particular team? And so I think, yeah, we'll see um, bots for companies as well as bots for teams, bots for individuals. And ultimately, um, it's true that those bots can actually interact with each other in order to help make those initial filters and then do the sort of like, you know, connective um, piece where, a recruiter can get to a cer- certain point and then say, okay, now I'm actually interested in, in, um, in engaging on a, in a one-to-one, um, conversation with this person. And that could actually start over a platform like messenger or over, um, a platform like LinkedIn's in-app mail, if they ever open that messaging API, um, or maybe over iMessage when, when that gets opened. Right. So these are really early days, but, um, but it feels like an, an inevitability, almost like it feels like almost like it was an inevitability for um, you to need to have a profile on a site like LinkedIn. Um, so, yeah, I think the future is going to include a lot of bots um, and a lot of artificial intelligence to help make those initial um, connections and sift through all of the data that is uploaded into your bot. Um so that when that data gets parsed, you're able to do a better job of matching, um, not just on, not just on, you know, the keywords, but really the insight and sentiment and, um, analysis around, uh, who you really are and what you really bring to the table and what that company and team can actually offer you so that the best matches can be made and, uh, I think that's the really exciting part about the future of recruitment and how technology is going to really change change the game. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I think uh, it's a very exciting future. And, um, you know, congratulations for um, helping to start the, 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 the revolution. So, um, yeah, you know, best of luck with it all. And um, thank you very much for talking to me. Thanks for having me. My thanks to Esther Crawford. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or via your podcasting app of choice. Just search for Recruiting Future. You can find all the past episodes at www.rfpodcast.com. On that site, you can also subscribe to the mailing list and find out more about working with me. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next week and I hope you'll join me. Uh, uh, uh.
yourself scrolling through financial news and wondering, how does any of this affect me? How can I read a major headline and truly understand what impact that has on not only my portfolio, but my life? Well, our goal on the podcast Inside the Street, hosted by Wall Street analysts at Chiffre Partners, is to provide public investors and young professionals with a deeper understanding of the mechanics that drive those major headlines. And what better way to dive into these mechanics and hosting Wall Street analysts themselves to discuss the newest trends in finance firsthand? Well, on our show, we bring you real perspectives from the front line. Hearing these analysts give commentary has made our listeners much more well-versed on the financial markets. This approach to discussion allows our listeners to engage in conversation with much more educated opinions and predictions. So be sure to check out our show, Inside the Street, wherever you find your podcasts.